0: Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Seth. And we are track walking. Today, I try to eat popcorn without making everybody gag. <laughs> the world's loudest
1: podcasting food. Good call.
0: Yeah, I. So just got done, and I'm like, you know what? I want some dessert. I'm going to eat some popcorn. <laughs> I'm just going to get that out of the way right now.
1: Fantastic way to start the show. But. On top of starting the show, Happy New Year to everyone, because this show came out just after uh, New Year's Day. And so we're in.
0: What's that? We made it through 2021.
1: No, we made it through to 2022. Yes. Through 2021. Yes. I guess It's. Yeah. I'm looking at the positive here. (laughs) I don't want to think about 2021 anymore. Let's think about 2022 and all the amazing things that are likely to happen this year.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Great things might be, happen. You're
1: not. You're gonna be pessimistic on the show that's recorded before the first day of the year talking about our optimism about the first day of the year. Are you?
0: I think if this show has shown us anything about when you get the two of us together, is no matter what position one of us takes, the other one has to play devil's advocate and balance it out.
1: That's true, and I'm feeling optimistic. <laughs> so you get to be. You get to be the other guy.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm feeling good. I'm not feeling negative. I'm just saying maybe. Okay. I'm feeling good about the year. Good.
1: feel good. Um, We've got uh, two new members of our endurance team, um, mostly just for logistical reasons because they also uh, race sprints with us. So it'll be a little bit easier to have the full five-member team there the whole weekends as far as hauling stuff and things like that. And they're two people that we like a lot
0: to add to the team. That's important.
1: And um, they're also redheads, uh, which is important because my buddy Derek is a redhead. Mm -hmm. I'm technically a redhead, although it's hard to tell because all my red hair has gone gray now. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the the fifth member of the team is not. And we like to ostracize him by pointing out that he's the only non-redhead on the team. So that's kind of fun.
0: I guess he gets to see how you guys live all the time.
1: Yeah, we just like to make fun of him, because like, when are you in life where you're like, oh, I'm surrounded by redheads and feel weird? Does that ever happen to you? Yeah, that that often. So we got a good endurance team coming up this year. Um, Feel good about motorcycles. Going to do one lap with Bob.
0: Yeah,
1: I feel feel actually super optimistic about that. I've been been two years off for you two years Three. off for me i have not driven a car on track since one lap 2019 yeah um i i rode with bob around nola whatever a year and a bit ago yep um but i haven't driven a car on track since 2019 yeah, it's um been a minute it has been a minute I, I mean i've done like whatever fifteen thousand laps on a track since then
0: but so here here's the thing though like You've told me that you're kind of meh on, like, driving on track. Yes. In a car, that is. Yes. How long do you think that's going to last on the one lap with uh, all if, of us? If I knew that answer, I
1: would figure out if I should <laughs> do a track weekend beforehand. Um, I don't know. As it gets closer, as it gets more real, um, as people talk about how awesome fits are. And I know they are. Um, I'm more excited about driving on track Um, about the prospect of driving on track. I don't know if I will have to see how I feel. Um, I I have done go-karts like three, four times in the last couple of weeks. Um, And so the four wheel thing, it's kind of exciting to drive something again where you can like not fall off of it. Yeah, so you can, part of driving with four wheels is like, it. it's like slipping, right? You do, you make mistakes and the car slides and you catch it and like, including like sliding like 90 degrees under braking and doing horrible things. And you just kind of giggle and catch it and, and keep going. And I forgot how fun it is to slide something without thinking imminent death.
0: Yeah. I bet that opens up some uh, emotional energy for you to focus on other things while on track.
1: Uh, it's it's been interesting. I've been trying to get my legs back. I've been trying to get like like entry speed back. Um, and I forget how how fast you can enter corners when you're not worried about tucking the front of something. If you make a mistake, it's just like, oh look, understeer. Oh well, I'll fix that. And I just blew that corner, but it's fine. And the uh, the consequences of it are are fairly low. So you can. You can really play with, with absurd entry speeds, uh, especially in carts. Um, and I forgot about that aspect of going fast in a car because the few places I could actually go kind of a little bit quick, you know, you've got really big entry speeds on sweepers and things like that. And I've always been bad at that in a car. And I actually picked it, or I, I'm picking it up faster in a cart than I usually do in a car. Um And I don't know if that's the difference between carts and cars or if that's all the bike laps or what's going on. But um, I kind of want to get in Bob's car.
0: So I feel like you're not excited about driving a car on track because of whatever expectations are around that experience for you. The last
1: times I did it were less fun than the times i've had riding motorcycles and i know that um i don't want to say my my enthusiasm was waning a little bit in those last couple years um but i didn't have a huge drive to like you know like put track weekends on the schedule for those last couple years i was doing one lap um there was just, even before motorcycles, there was kind of other stuff going on. And I was like, yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of work. I don't, I wasn't getting that much out of it. Um
0: But like this doesn't, I don't think the whole like driving a car on track needs to necessarily be like the gateway to, you know, your third on track hobby again. But I mean, you, I, I think you should, I think you need track time on the one lap is all I'm saying. Probably. I'll say probably. Um, although this brings us up to
1: a, a definitely a future show thing. Um, I'll just put this out here publicly. There, there's got to be, there's a way we define ourselves, um, which is frequently like through our hobbies. Um, if people ask me what I do, I'm more likely to say at this point, I race motorcycles rather than, you know, I'm a stay-at-home dad. Like my first inclination is is that, and I feel like if if somebody asked you if you could emotionally answer the question, you'd be like race car driver. Oh, might as well do that carpentry stuff too. Whatever, but
0: um, it's it's the fun exciting part. It, it's the part I post about on Instagram way more.
1: Right. So so into being a race car driver, you know who you are, and if you go in the past, there was like Scott water skier, or you know, there, there were things that define sure. Scott sure. and, and then there's, then there's like uh, the, the future Scott and you, maybe you don't worry about this. I, because I, I'm doing a hobby that's definitely going to come to an end, either just geographically. I'm not going to live next to a motorcycle track anymore, or like, I'm probably not going to be an 85 year old dude racing tiny motorcycles. Like there's, it's going to time out. So who am i going to be who is future me going to be and and i do think about that a bunch and i wonder if that's going to be car me if that's going to be that but that's like a whole other philosophical show thing i don't think i want to be philosophical tonight that's right. not, that's not okay. what i'm doing okay so
0: 2022 for you you've got a you've got your endurance team kind of some new members mostly redheads yep um doing the one lap what else Um, kid stuff,
1: which I can't really talk about. There's, there's like kid stuff in the works, but a few things have to be like, uh, nailed down. Um, basically all my kids are in the process of sorting out awesome things. Um, and as a dad, that's exciting. Um, but they all have to get the final, you know, like approvals from the powers that be for all those awesome things to be happening. Um,
0: Mm. -hmm. Uh
1: so there's that. Like 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 so that sort of dominates like when you've got four kids and they're all like doing a thing that they're all excited about. Yeah. You know, that sort of dominates your life. Um but yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. You gotta
0: come out to a race here? I'm coming
1: out to Coda.
0: Okay, good.
1: Um be an on site crew chief. Yeah, I'll do I'll do on site crew chiefing stuff. Brian will be there. Are you going to be there?
0: It's a long freaking drive. Brian wants me to be there. Um, I want you to be there. I I don't think so.
1: You can fly into Austin,
0: stay at Brian's
1: house where you can see the Coda Tower from his yard. What, what weekend is it? It's
0: February what?
1: I have no idea. Super unhelpful. I'm I'm not that far ahead
0: yet. It's before motorcycle racing season, so I don't really care. Is that like 1920 or something? Sure. Okay. Anyway. You're the grid life
1: guy. I just show up and pretend to crew chief occasionally.
0: Regardless, I've already talked to Brian about being on the phone with him while he's driving. and oh, watching, I like that idea. And watching his live data and doing live um, instructing slash encouraging <laughs> during, I will. During the race. I will probably continue to be the guy who sort of watches out for
1: his tires and and make sure that those are are behaving in a technical way the way they should with with temperatures and pressures and those sorts of yeah. things. Can um, you
0: steal Sonia's pyrometer?
1: Yeah, she doesn't use it that much uh, when we're not doing hardcore bike stuff. So
0: yeah, you should borrow that.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's really, I, although honestly, that's the only race that's, that's like definitely on my schedule because grid life is is so scattered and I get what they're doing. They're going like farther they're away doing. from you. Yeah, but it, like philosophically, I love what grid life is doing this year. Geographically, it sucks.
0: Except for the March event.
1: Where's the March event?
0: Atlanta. Motorsports Park.
1: Do you, have you looked at a map? That doesn't do anything for me.
0: Well, it's closer in Gingerman. It's
1: closer. No, except except I was I was up there for I didn't drive to Gingerman to go to to Grid Life. I was in Michigan anyway. Atlanta is not close to anything. Seriously, look at a map. It's way out of the way.
0: <laughs> it's Unlike your half, your lower now, half of the country.
1: I am south and west of you.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's like, but you're the southern half and the northern half. Uh,
1: Yeah, Atlanta like splits that in the middle though. Atlanta's barely southern. Barely. I don't
0: know about that. You ask anybody from Atlanta, if they're in the north or the south, they're going to tell you the south.
1: Yeah, but if you ask people from Texas, they'll be like, yeah, I don't know.
0: Dude, Texas... Texas really just wants to be its own country. So much tech- of what anybody says who's from Texas, I'd take with Yeah, the,
1: some Texas, do. So, yeah, with so that's, a grain that's of my oil. thing. Car-wise this year, um, it's it's hard for me because geography is an issue. So I got I to gotta find out what's going on this summer and where I'm going to be um, at different points this summer compared to when events are happening and see where that does. Um, there's one event I kind of wanted to make, but again, it depends on schedule. Not a car event. Motorcycle event. No. Um, Ed Barber. Okay. they have it's called barber small bore which is a small motorcycle festival at barber um is and i would like the to go the to the, I, I would really like to go ride all the tiny bikes around barber and like full tuck leathers be that guy it would be um, cool
0: it would be cool so that'd be, be my neat. first time at barber on the one lap
1: Oh, that's really disgusting because you should spend two days in the museum at Barber. Um, Did, and I know you're like, ah, know I'm not it. a bike guy. That's Even if you even if all you do is spend like five hours in the Lotus section, it'll blow your
0: mind. I didn't even know it had a museum, so it shows you how much I know.
1: Barber exists because of the museum. See? You didn't, D- didn't know that.
0: <laughs> I just knew I had a cool racetrack. <laughs>
1: Oh, and literally on,
0: on the one lap that's all we see we see like the paddock the nearest gas station and then the next gas station you stop at we
1: won't even see the museum even if it's open because the museum's all the way on the other side of the track yeah, from I'm where walking. paddock is yeah I'm not going there no um, paddock's really neat though because it's this tiered thing we'll see it it'll be fine
0: I remember I Road America when we went I didn't even go to the gift shop and it was like right down there yeah i mean it wasn't yeah. close but it wasn't far
1: Man. no um you'll like barber though it's beautiful like it's it's stunningly beautiful um they do do a phenomenal job they spend a shit ton of money making that place look pretty um it's kind of like the opposite of most of the club tracks we go to where you're like probably somebody has a lawnmower here but it really just looks like they put weed killer on the grass and call it good
0: I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. So what... Okay, so that's me. I'm doing uh, some things. Motorcycles, kind of cars. I'm still super excited about the year. Um, Yeah. What about you? Are you buying a gold pass for Gridlife?
0: I don't... I don't know yet is the best answer I've got. So there will be... Basically, the kind of the new hard part to figure out is which events are going to have instructors and the HPDE and which aren't um, because each event is going to have kind of a different aspect and some are going to have some aspects and some aren't. So I need to figure out which ones are going to have instructors if I'm still invited back and then... Uh, how many don't, and if I need to get a gold pass to get in those? So I've actually got an email that I'm going to be sending out soon uh, to some powers that be, just to kind of like figure all this stuff out because gold pass is going to go on sale soon.
1: So I know you love instructing, and it's part of your reason for being, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Yep. But is, is there a
1: is there an economics aspect to the instructing? In, in like, full transparency? Yes. So that that makes a difference in your your schedule for the year? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, I would not be able to go to nearly as many events as we do uh, without the bonus of being an instructor. All right. Kind of flat out. Um, They don't pay us, but they... um, we essentially our our weekend is comped because we take care of our instructors. Now there's tons of expectations and responsibilities that come with that, and that's why the expectations for the instructors is as high as they are. Because I mean, you're we're effectively getting paid, um, and it's not a small compensation for that,
1: right? Yeah, you're trading. NASA used to call it trading time.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, so. but,
0: but yeah, it's it's part of it. Um, you know, the events aren't inexpensive, and you know, gold passes aren't cheap. Um, but I mean, at at the heart of it all, I I really love it, and my weekends would be amazingly quieter and easier and my racing would be significantly better if I wasn't instructing. But um yeah, it kind of is what it is.
1: So uh is that is that your year is basically one lap and uh GLTC.
0: Yeah. Um we're trying to figure out what we're gonna do with my son this summer. Um, got a couple ideas in terms of some trips to take, um, spring break, not quite sure what we're going to do. I don't think it's going to be anything big or like a trip.
1: You got the van. You can go anywhere, throw a couple sleeping bags in it, take the van. Like the sky's the limit.
0: Well, I know we're just trying to figure out what do we want to do.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Um, mammoth cave. It's definitely on the list. It's cool. Um, I've been there a couple times, but it's just, it's a cool place. Definitely want to get down there. Uh, want to go see, get my son down to see my family and his cousins that he just loves hanging out with. Maybe get on their boat for a little bit. Um, yeah, maybe a few other things, but, um, maybe Bell Island on the east side of the state. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. feel like. You know, my parents were really good at doing, like, the more historical things, like, um, the Illinois State Capitol, which is escaping me right now.
1: Good Lord, my geography's terrible right now, too.
0: Anyway, or even, like, Indianapolis is cool. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, starting to plan some of those trips and do that kind of stuff, I think... Even Chicago, getting down there to see the museums, I think, is probably something we're going to try to do, too.
1: Yeah. Have, has he been far enough away to see, like, mountainy type things? Because I didn't see mountains. Like, I, I, honest to God, grew up in the Midwest, didn't see anything that would be considered a mountain until I was uh, 17 years old. Blew my mind.
0: Yeah, he's been out to Colorado uh, okay. a f- couple times now. Okay. So. um, um Yeah, so... Racing. Family. Kids.
1: Yeah. Uh, Not a whole lot of time left for that. Do you have New Year's? Do you have any uh, New Year's resolutions about being a better Scott? Or are you going to be one of those guys who's like, I hate resolutions.
0: I do. <laughs> I, I, I do.
1: Because you're just setting yourself up for failure with them? or No,
0: I just, I think it's contrived to say okay on january 1st i'm going to change even if it's one aspect you can add something rather than take away but like why why wait till the first like tomorrow is a new year it's just i mean if you want to track it by 365 days tomorrow could be the start of your new year a month from now could be the start of your new year. It doesn't matter just because, you know, the year number changes. It's all made up. So, I mean, fundamentally, like for me, if, if you're waiting until a contrived date to start it, you're doomed for failure anyway. So, so,
1: so if you ever have a good idea, start that idea immediately. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> Guess <laughs> why? Like why? Why are you like? Yeah, I'm gonna really binge the binge alcohol and crap food the week before January one, and then magically on January first, I'm gonna be way healthier.
1: But we have a we have a. Alright, Seth.
0: Let me know how that works out for you. No,
1: we have a big societal history of doing that, though. I mean, if anybody like the Catholics are awesome at that, right?
0: We've got. <laughs> they, uh, they're all, okay.
1: Uh, right, but it's it's not like. I mean, you say it's contrived, but humans have certainly been contriving this over and over and over again for a while. Oh yeah, I I think there's something to it.
0: Yeah, I I it's applaud. Not, it's not
1: like a hallmark thing.
0: No, I think I think what should be applauded is a consistent effort to want to be better, not okay. the result of necessarily like accomplishing everything you sought out to do and just winning all the time like i mean if you're if you're setting something out that you genuinely thinks would make would make you a better person like awesome like try it and put absolutely zero expectations on it but just like try then even if like you fail like try again like why is it like this one and done like this this one strike and you're out kind of thing i i don't get it to
1: be devil's advocate though i think we have to have
0: you can just say just to be a seth
1: just to be a seth we we have to have a start point um yeah maybe for big things like i i really need to to buckle down and finish some stuff in the house Maybe I hung drywall 17 years ago that I'm not done with yet. Maybe. Um, and so there has to be a day where I'm like, all right, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to put up the trim in the kitchen. I'm going to like, I don't even want to go into the list. There's a lot. Yep. Um, and I do need to pick a day for that, but it's not going to be tomorrow.
0: Sure. That's fine. So
1: why can't I, why don't I pick a day in the future?
0: That's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> no, but, but, I think like, it's the- but like, it's, it's the whole like grandeur of January 1, of the New Year's resolution. Like already, like picking that day in particular, there's so many expectations just around that day. Like I'm going to start something on my birthday. I'm going to start something like on my wedding day or on my, you know, once my kid is born, I'm going to start doing this. It's like, no, just like, tomorrow i yeah, don't but know. it's a social like thing. january 22 just no, start something
1: <laughs> but it's it's a it's a we're all in this together thing scott it's not just like we're i'm my own in man This together because no, you're being your own man you're like i'm just gonna sit here do my thing and be a better person and we're, i'm like no we're, we're all collectively that's the whole point yes. of doing it on one day is to do it collectively and just and to stand there together amongst your fellow man and go not just me be better, let's us be better. Yes, let's us be better. Like, this is how I'm going to be better. Let's us be better.
0: And that should literally be on June 30th as well as January 1st. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> ideally like we're all trying to be better all the time. And like, just calling it January 1st is just ignoring the fact of all of us just trying to do it every day, just that everyday struggle. Of trying to be better
1: when people listen to this i want them to on the track walking <laughs> chats thing on facebook tell me what your uh new year's resolutions are i do want to hear it It makes scott feel bad about being all bah humbug about resolutions
0: no i want to hear it like how how do you want to be better and then okay. i want you to wait three days and, and then start fight. it on some random day at like 2 32 p.m and you know just I don't know. See how it goes. And
1: I want you to learn, how, figure out how you're going to be better, and then phrase it as a New Year's resolution.
0: <laughs> Step one: Don't eat popcorn on the podcast.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be Scott's New Year's resolution. It's, <laughs> it's
0: my, my resolution right now, but it's so good. Like it's the it's messes with your brain. Anyway, yeah. Um. um so that was New Year's. You wanted- that was New
1: Year's. But we need to talk about what you've been up to as well, because I want to know, because I haven't talked to you
0: about it. So went to PRI. What does PRI stand for? That's the Performance Racing Industry Convention, Seth. All right. My brain
1: was trying to, it was making up all sorts of (laughs) like, like Pretty Racers Incorporated. Periodic
0: Um, Racers International.
1: Yeah, like I came up with about 30 different things and I was like, none of those really sound right. Did you write them down? No, No. it's all in my head. Sure it is. Matter of fact, I've already forgotten what it stands for.
0: You're doing great. So this is my second time. Uh, It takes place in Indianapolis at the convention center. And it didn't happen last year because there's a giant massive thing happening and it happened this year despite the giant massive thing kind of still happening um so we went anyway and becky was able to take the day off of work and our friend and teammate brian defreeze took a bit off work and flew in uh stayed at my mom's house who has all the Chihuahuas right now. Uh, Fortunately, they slept overnight, which was delightful. And, um, yeah, basically we walked like five miles a day, at least probably, through this massive center and um, tried to see everybody we wanted to and everybody we needed to in a short amount of time. So
1: PRI is a trade show, which my brain always thinks of as like a show
0: of stuff. Yes, <laughs> that, that is correct.
1: But you didn't say you went to go see the things. You said you went to go see the
0: people. Oh, the things too. I, I like some things. things. I like things.
1: <laughs> okay, so we can talk about people, whatever. With, did you see things that were just like mind-blowing yes. things?
0: Um I don't think mind blowing. Um Lewis Hamilton's F one car from last season was there, uh from the twenty twenty season. Um like that was fine. There was a couple Time Attack cars that were cool. Um the show was pretty parsed down this year as opposed to the year prior. So you know the number of vehicles and the number of vendors were down a little bit. And personally, me being a people-loving introvert, um, it, I was okay with. Grid Life was much more represented this year than it ever has been. They had a great spot with a booth. Uh, they had their meeting hall kind of announcement on Friday morning. Um, they we had the gltc picture on the front of some of the steps in the convention center that nobody knew was happening so it was i mean that was cool and saw a bunch of fellow friends and racers and uh, people and uh, partners and all that sort of stuff so it was i knew a lot more people this year than the prior year which definitely slowed us down a bit (laughs) um in a good way like it's it was great to see him uh it's just wasn't like all right now we're gonna go to this booth now we're gonna go to that booth it was like all right we're gonna go to this booth oh look who just walked by let's talk to them for a while oh next booth oh wait no i see them let's go talk to them so um becky and brian were good sports and i hope they didn't think i was too chatty
1: <laughs> i bet you were too chatty
0: i uh, most likely so,
1: Pierre was about uh, relationship building for you? Like, Was that the goal when you went there?
0: Two things. Um, and I went into this year very different than uh, 2019. I did not go there to make sponsorship pitches, to try to get people to come on board, quote-unquote, anything like that. Uh, these people have so many faces and racers trying to do the exact same thing. I've just found that generally it's not worth the time or that strained initial contact to immediately be asking for something of them. So basically I went with two goals. Make relationships, um, get contacts, and learn about products and services that are out there and that's really it and in that way that part of it was way less stressful like it was much less the outcomes were a lot easier to determine um, everybody will give out your best their business card most everybody wants to talk about their products and their services and you know I'm kind of able to in that share what I do and that i think what they're doing is really cool and that's it so that was cool sounds easy it was it was pretty easy in that way um you know i've got some follow up emails that i sent um you know kind of a week after or a few days to a week after just saying hey great to meet you maybe x y and z something like that um but just so you know that's got to be on me that I can't can't like hand them my business card to like Amsoil at, at PR and say, Hey, maybe you could do something for me and expect them to email me. Like it's not going to
1: happen. Yeah. Amsoil, you should call me. I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work.
0: So, um, spent a lot of money in my head. That was really cool. Did you see?
1: Okay, did you see any products where you were like, "Dude, if I yes. had yes, safety okay. equipment, actually, was that mostly it for you? A safety equipment?
0: Yeah, a huge amount. Like I spent easily six grand in my head on safety equipment. Um, what,
1: what's out there that's better than what you have? I mean, obviously Helmet, you don't buy suit, the best stuff in the
0: world, but and gloves, <laughs> All of it.
1: <laughs> you can spend so much money on helmets.
0: Yeah, and a yeah. suit. As it turns out.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: shoes more than I thought as well. Um, and I made the mistake of trying all of those on. <sighs> okay, I didn't try the suit on, but I felt it and that was enough. <laughs> Good suits
1: are so light, aren't they?
0: It, Yeah, I, I felt, um, and one of my uh, racer buddies has one of OMP's Evo suits, like their top of the line suit and it, like flaps in the breeze like you can just see how breathable and flexible it is and i want that in my life so badly (laughs) it just looks so much more comfortable than what i have
1: yeah i've got a i've got an older simpson that's like wearing a quilted blanket yeah and i love it for the fact that i was like dude you could just light me on fire and i just walk away but because it feels safe, right? Like you feel these multiple layers of stuff and you're like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. But on the other hand,
0: it's hot. It's hot.
1: Yeah. It's hot. Uh, So, and I'm like, I've got an older Simpson helmet. I guess it's not that old three or four years old fits me like best fitting helmet. I own. It's so good, but it also weighs significantly more than, than the new good carbon helmets. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. And I, I have three helmets that I want. <laughs> Not like different ones, but just like like I wouldn't ha- buy all three, but like okay, there are three and of varying prices. And of course, I want the most expensive one, obviously. Um, mainly because like very few other people have it, and that's kind of cool to me. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Tried on a, So
1: speaking speaking of helmets, just weirdly. Um, so yep. the, one of the, one of the guys who owns the kart track by me, his son races formula three in Europe nice. and he was back a couple of weeks ago and he was just doing cart stuff, but he had his Red Bull formula three helmet. He races. He's a, a Red Bull athlete. What a jerk. I know. And, and, and like, I didn't want to, yeah, he, he just like shows up in his Red Bull fire suit in his helmet. And it's like, dude, that's he's, he's like 15. It's like the best flex ever. Right. Oh yeah. And <laughs> I
0: was regardless of age i would wear that everywhere
1: (laughs) yeah to the store whatever. and so i didn't ask to take a picture with him i know he's an awkward 15 year old but i was like dude can i take a picture of your helmet because the eye port you know this is a full fia formula three yeah that's they're such crazy looking helmets the visors like you know an inch and a half tall
0: because it's safer
1: yeah it's safer but that was the that was the first time i had gotten a chance to see in person the current generation you know basically formula one level helmets and um it was wild
0: yeah yeah the new the new helmets are i mean clearly safer than ever but they're lighter than ever they're right they breathe better than i mean it's it's nutty the tech that goes into those um Tried on a pair of shoes that now I really, really want as well, of course. They've what got, makes like, a
1: good drive what makes a good driving shoe? I don't have any
0: driving shoes really.
1: I just um, drive in vans or whatever.
0: The sole is relatively stiff, relatively, um, but okay. thin. And uh, soft, really flexible, actually like shoe parts and breathable, but you know, obviously fireproof. Yes. Um, And this particular one had that little boa system on it, which is like the metal um, laces and it's on a little ratchet where you turn the knob. Oh yeah. I've only seen that in like ski boots. Yeah. 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 They make them on race race car shoes now.
1: Wow. And I I want it
0: (laughs) real bad, (laughs) Um, but they're real expensive. Um, Although I did my, my gloves right now the the leather on the palm is almost gone the stitching kind of came out and i've i've had those gloves for 3 seasons now and they're fine um but of course i tried on the one that's like a step and a half above and just amazing oh good gloves are so
1: good yeah. there those are those are 100% my weakness gloves that fit properly
0: yeah and are... I can't like unfeel it. That's the problem. Like no, even sitting here right now, I know how those feel.
1: Every time you put on gloves Something. that don't fit like that, it's disappointing.
0: I know. And now I'm going to put on my ones which are great gloves and it's not going to be the same.
1: Yeah, I'm nervous I a...
0: about when I put my helmet on after knowing whatever thing else feels like.
1: I put it so I have a set of Puma driving gloves that I got oh, when I when I had the Cadillac because I bought them from a friend of mine because they didn't quite fit him and he goes try these on see if they fit you and it was like it was like the softest second skin perfectly like seams on the outside yep. you know everything that you wanted in a driving glove from that time period and they're like you know what are they're like hundred and eighty five dollars eight years ago yep which is absurdly expensive for me at the time. Yep. Um and I've tried on other driving gloves since then and and I hate all of them.
0: <laughs> I, I <laughs> now I now understand what you're talking about. Yeah, it's Re- the worst. Really the the one piece I I've got to get new socks. Um but that's okay. that's kind of an easy give give me thing. Although my favorite like underwear manufacturer doesn't make socks which seems like a weird huge oversight they make balaclavas tops and bottoms but not socks huh. i'ma call somebody because what the heck? Yeah. anyway yeah. um but the shoes are really kind of need to be more a priority i spent i think like 75 bucks on my shoes when i bought them they're the omp sports and I think they were like the previous generation from when I got them. So it's like, I got a killer deal. Like they fit well, they're thick, they're hot. They're don't do anything particularly well. I think there's a thin spot <laughs> from where, um, my feet are rubbing or doing something on the pedals or floorboard or something. Um, so that's, that's something I legitimately should look into. Um, um, so, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I've become like a safety nerd, but t- if I'm honest, less about safety, more about the cool factor.
1: Yeah, there's that. It, it occurred to me, we have more to talk about this, but it occurred to me that we're recording this before Christmas and it's going to come out after Christmas. Oh, yeah. And that's it's kind of sad. Yeah. Because any anybody who loves you could listen to this and be like, dude, these are all the things I should have bought for Scott for Christmas and it's too no. late now.
0: No, um but they could have they they could have they could have none of that was on my Christmas list, um yeah, Becky, and Becky knows what's in my heart, <laughs> like, <laughs> if, like if anybody really wants to know, they just need to ask Becky, but <laughs> um no, I mean the the car, you know, there's a full set of bushings I still need to get there's what else tires <laughs> you know that need to oh, be really, got. you're a racer
1: and needs tires,
0: right weird um there's all the other
1: racers are pretty much set with that
0: i need to get a spare wheel because as it turns out like my wheels you can only get from one company that's on the west coast and if they don't have them like i'm screwed so i'm going to get a spare one you know things like that uh, Solid there's, plan. There's like front arrow I need to make. There's rear arrow I need to make. There's, you know, there's things I need to do. And Are you
1: going to, don't take this the wrong way. Don't feel <laughs> insulted. Are you going to make the back of your car not look ugly? Probably not. <sighs> it's not just you. It's all the Miata people. I know. That's 2000 guys just cut the bumper and it looks, it looks better. And the Miata guys just take it off. Why is that? It's
0: easier i i don't know it's just a couple bolts and it just look <laughs> just, just falls off throw it away <laughs> yeah i yeah you I've, gotta add
1: weight to the car anyway why does it I have do. to look so bad
0: it's and if i'm honest like the looks kind of neutralized on me like i don't really notice it anymore i'm okay. gonna make Every, this everybody the else back.
1: does just saying <laughs> <So> <laughs> <a jerk>.
0: um <laughs> Now the the sides of the rear are gonna look a little bit more finished, um, okay. but not the rear rear, the rear, All right. rear rear rear. Um, yeah. So, but we were excited to have Brian out there and Becky and see Jabe and Chris and um everybody from Grid Life, and I got to actually drive one of the Gridlife Life sims. Uh, turns out I wasn't very good. Uh, are they cool though? It, yeah, it was cool. And driving a simulated car I've never driven on a track I've never driven in a simulator that I've never used before. And I wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. Um, we got invited by proxy to Haggerty, had like a little open house at the Silo, which is like a um, car, high end car storage facility club kind of thing so we got there we got some free appetizers and free beer and i got to play their higher end sims on with a indy car at the indy 500 while Ooh. on like four hours of sleep after walking however many miles and after a beer and a half it did not go well for me
1: yeah um, that's pretty hard
0: yeah um some other grid life people were there, which was cool. Got to see um, a pretty rare commemorative Viper uh, that I had on my wall when I was a kid.
1: I was going to ask if you saw any cool cars or if you're just sort of over cool cars.
0: Al Unser, one of Al Unser's uh, Indy cars was there. Nah, uh, that's from that the pretty
1: pretty cool. era of cars. They were they looked good.
0: This one was just strange. It's more like the Batmobile um, but yeah. just to see, like, even the level of detail that they did back then was pretty impressive. Uh, there's a Lamborghini Diablo there. There's a Pantera. Uh, oh, I love Panteras. There was a Volvo military truck-looking thing there, which was <laughs> very strange. Okay. Um, so many Corvettes that you just didn't even care. Yeah, um, that's how Corvettes are anyway. Yeah. Sorry, Corvette owners, but yeah, it was cool, um, and it was just great that you know the three of us, um, Sans, Tim, got to get together as a team and hang out and just you know kind of do the thing. So, it's good
1: to have shared experiences, yes. um, uh, that are outside just racing. So yes.
0: yeah, we <laughs> we had a uh, hilarious one that just. Uh, this isn't going to come across by retelling it very well, but we went to a very late dinner. Well, I guess not very late, but late dinner on Friday night to a Mexican restaurant nearby. And right next door was a bar that Brian had gone to the night before waiting for us to pick him up from the airport, blah, blah, blah. And he had a really interesting experience there the night before and then as we were walking up to the Mexican restaurant, somebody stumbled out of the bar and violently and loudly threw up on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> we continued in and laughed about it uh, through the next day. So that, <laughs> that was delightful.
1: It like a party weekend in Indianapolis.
0: Indiana, doing Indiana things. Yeah, so. that all works. Yeah, and the Grid Life meeting went well. They released their uh, full schedule, so everybody sh- shoot by this point should be well aware of that.
1: I was going to ask you about that for for two reasons. One, because I watched it live, and yeah, two, you're because because I did watch your live stream. I watched their live stream.
0: Oh, did Rebecca do one? Uh,
1: I, I whoever so there was like a Grid Life official live stream, and whoever did it needs to actually think about it before
0: next year she definitely didn't i think she put her phone like on the table leaning up against a coffee cup i was watching her like trying to do that over there
1: (laughs) and i was like you guys were so close to doing this good like but you didn't it's but that's okay because it was still there
0: it's fine um yeah so our first event we're aiming for uh brian's first event is coda like we talked about and then um Becky and my first event is going to be AMP. And I'm excited. Okay, I don't as, think you
1: could be more excited about that.
0: As long as there's a question that the diff that I ordered months and months and months ago is actually going to come or not. Basically yeah, there's that. Literally nobody knows. <laughs> so the cool. the people importing them into the United States don't really know. And they've been on order for like eight months. So, huh. yeah. Um,
1: did the car come back from the body shop?
0: Um, as of this being recorded, no. As of this releasing, yes.
1: Nice. Well, future future me is happy about that, Future, future
0: past. Um, I- this is I hope weird I hope timeline. future
1: you is super psyched about the work and glad to have a not wrinkly car again.
0: Yeah, I think I think having it be pretty is going to be cool. Um, So, is
1: it still going to be red? You didn't like yes. do something terrible, did you?
0: No, Change because not everything needed to be painted, so I didn't okay. like wanted <laughs> to like you know the rainbow VW color scheme where every panel is a different color. Yeah. Um, no. So I'll I'll talk in past tense because it'll be easier. So picked up the car from um, body shop from Al's Auto Body Express. No, that's not true at all. Al's uh, <laughs> ex- Auto Body Experts. Good God. Al's Auto Body Experts too. Uh, picked it up from there and took it straight to Hard Times Racing, where um, buddy of mine. Is- Put on a V band and hopefully past future tense here. Uh, we got the steering column attached to the roll bar, and I was able to remove the OEM dash bar. So that's the goal slash that's what happened.
1: We're gonna. It happened. Gonna I know what a, happened.
0: It's gonna be a thing. So
1: um, you got a ballast for this year? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've yeah, I got some work to do on that. I've got yeah. a fair bit of work to do in a fairly short amount of time, so I'm a little nervous about that.
1: It's that whole Smokey and the Bandit uh, got a long way to go and a short time to get there. Yup. Uh, Scott's going to do what they say can't be done. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, well, we are at Trackwalking Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and we haven't done... I listened back to a few of the episodes. We haven't done this in a while. No, we're uh, getting so <laughs> at track walking podcast on instagram and facebook at track walking chats is the group on facebook and we'll be back next week
1: probably in the new year. and i want to hear what your resolutions were so tell us it yes. Chats, please
0: i'm scott and i'm seth have a good week